Welcome to another episode of the Breaking Through Experience. I'm your host, Matteo Grosso, and if you have not yet done so, click the follow button so that you never miss another podcast episode. Also, if you want more motivational stories in your feed, you can follow me right now on social media at Matteo Grosso Strategist. Today, I'm excited to introduce you to a concept that really gave me perspective and understanding on love relationships and also on leadership. Today, we will talk about masculine and feminine energies. First of all, let's define love real, real quick. Love, in my opinion, is energy. Love is energy at its purest form. And this is why understanding energies is very important to understand love. Today, we will discuss, first of all, the differences between masculine and feminine, feminine energies. We will understand how to spot different energies. We will understand Chinese research and also English research and like a huge body of research on neuroscience on energy. Okay, are ready to go? Let's go. I will start with a couple of questions and, and then we will dive into some uh, research. First of all, do you find it hard to sit still and relax? Do you feel lazy and guilty if you aren't constantly working through a to-do list? Or perhaps your issues are just the opposite. Is inaction your problem? You love options, but you cannot decide. Do you find it hard to stand up for yourself? Do you constantly doubt yourself? Well, the reason why I was asking these questions is that is because stereotypically the first questions, the first set of questions is often associated with being masculine. While the second camp, the second uh, set of questions is associated with being feminine. If you're a man, by conditioning, you're considered to be masculine. And if you're a woman, you're considered to be feminine. But masculine and feminine energies have nothing to do with gender. First of all, because we all have both energies within ourselves. And secondly, because even if men tend to have more masculine energy and women usually have more feminine energies, that's not black and white, as our ancestors always thought. So many times when you listen to people and you will notice after this podcast, you will pay attention to this. When you hear people saying male and female, boy and girl, etc., what they really mean, what they're really trying to identify and to refer to is masculine energy and feminine energy. And as much as possible in this, epi- in this podcast episode, I will try to use the terms masculine energy and feminine energy. Okay, If you hear me saying men and females, men, men, men and women, well, what I'm actually trying to say is masculine energy, female energy. Okay? So because of our upbringing and culture, Society, let's, let's look at some history. Society has separated masculine energy and feminine energy for thousands of years. And we were thought that you are either a male with masculine energy or a female with feminine energy. We are conditioned to think about certain qualities as masculine and other qualities as feminine. Let me give you an example. If I say assertive and dominant, what do you think about? Most of us think about a man. 
And what if I say intuitive and caring? What do you think about? Most of us think about a woman. So for ages, if you were a boy and you cried, you were probably labeled as weak. You know, stop it, boys don't cry. You know, that kind of thing. Or if you were a girl and you like to play and, and soccer, let's say, or digging the dirt or rather than playing with dolls, you were labeled as a masculine. Therefore, we never thought about how a female should approach her masculine side or a male should approach his feminine side. An interesting perspective, in my opinion, is offered by the Chinese medical theory that talks about the greater yin and the greater yang. You may be familiar with the yin and yang. Yin refers to the feminine energy in life and yang refers to the masculine energies in life. Giving is an action of our divine masculine and receiving is an action of our divine feminine. And it explains a lot about our culture, doesn't it? A balance of both energies is when we feel harmonious within. It is simple, but believe me, it is very challenging to achieve. It is very challenging to achieve harmony with our energies inside. Let's have a look at the yin and yang energy spectrum. So we have the greater yin, which is as feminine as it can get. This energy is associated with stillness, nighttime, intuition, creativity, feelings. Then there is the lesser yin, which is slightly more fluid, basically 60% uh, feminine and 40% masculine. Then there is the lesser yang. Now we are moving to dominant yang masculine energy. 60% masculine and 40% feminine. So this type is a little more extroverted, active and dominant with a tendency to move through life at, uh, at a faster pace, pace. And then we have the greater yang. This is as masculine as it gets. The greater yang energy is assertive, goal-oriented, accomplished and dominant. This energy is associated with daytime, um, with activity, with vision and power. What is the key for any love relationship? Have you ever wondered why some people have this chemistry and other people have no chemistry at all? You might have experienced in relationships, right? That your rational side says, well, but this boy, this girl, they're so nice. They're nice human beings. I like them. But why don't I feel the butterflies in my stomach? Why does it happen? The key for any love relationship is polarity. The masculine and the feminine energies are like the poles of a magnet. Depending on where you are energetically on this pole, you will have a different relationship. It is whether you complement each other or continuously argue. So for instance, has it happened to you to feel a lot of chemistry, passion and sexual attraction in your relationship? This means that you and your partner are entirely on opposite energy poles. One of you is extremely masculine and the other one is extremely feminine. If the energies, on the contrary, are close to each other, toward the center of the pole, you probably have a good, stable relationship that could also make space for deeper and more meaningful, meaningful connection. Why do we see imbalances in relationships? Why do people break up? Why do people tell each other, you have changed, I don't know what is happening, but I don't feel love anymore. 
Well, the imbalance happens when the energies fall into the same side of the pole. Let me give you two examples, okay? I studied this for quite a long time and I, I find it very interesting. What happens is if both partners have masculine energy, usually there is conflict in the relationship. The masculine energies in a relationship create a constant power struggle between the two partners. Both want to be in charge. Both want to be the decision makers. Both want to have things their way. What happens if both partners have feminine energy then? Usually there is stagnation. Stagnant relationships come from two feminine partners where neither is comfortable in taking charge or making decisions. It is when relationships get boring, there is no adventure, no excitement and nothing of significance is happening. If a female has more masculine energy, she thrives with a partner that is in touch with his feminine side. And if a male has more female energy, they will respect and be comfortable with their partners being in the workforce, being in charge and having a direction for the for their couple uh, lives. On the contrary, for instance, females that demonstrate more of feminine energy are content with the masculine energy male to take control and be the dominant figure and the decision makers. And uh, masculine energies are usually happy with the more feminine energy with, for instance, uh, more in charge of the house and brings harmony and who raises um, and nurtures the children. So when I coach people, we talk a lot about self-awareness, the most important thing, and communication be between partners because you want to know yourself and you want to communicate your needs to your partner for a fruitful relationship. Final point, relationships that are successful are relationships that are balanced, meaning that from time to time, you want to harness your less dominant energy to spice up and change it up, um, spice up the relationship. A masculine, for instance, might appreciate being led from time to time. And the feminine might like when their partner brings more stability into the relationship. It is about getting into that perfect yin and yang, where two pieces of a puzzle fit into each other perfectly. So how can we spot masculine and feminine energies? This is truly important because usually in relationships, well, you kind of feel it, but uh, when it comes to leadership, you lead people with very different energies, right? So you want to make sure to understand, to have at least a very basic understanding of uh, energies. Masculine energy is all about taking action. Masculine people love building, and fix problems. There is a great saying that says, men, okay, they use men and women in the saying, they say, men want solutions. Women want to be understood. So it is very interesting because it is not about men and women, it is about energies, but it is true, masculine energy is about fixing stuff. Masculine energy is very protective. And this is why feminine women love it because they look for a partner to protect them. They want to feel safe and they're looking for the energy of protection. 
the masculine energy is extremely purposeful, extremely stable, extremely confident. Masculine energy likes to make decisions fast. This decisive. This is why usually masculine people tend to get to leadership position or to positions, let's say, yeah, let's say leadership quicker than other people because they make the decision fast. If you have a group of men and women, okay, and let's assume most of men have masculine energy and most of women have female energy, feminine energy, if you say, who, who do you think is the best person to lead the group? Most of the masculine energies will be like me. I am the leader that this group needs. And research shows actually, this is very interesting, that actually feminine energy is as good, as effective, if not more effective than masculine energy in leadership positions. But masculine energy makes the decisions fast. And this is why usually we have men in leadership positions. Masculine people know what they want and go after it. Masculine energy loves direction and purpose. It's very competitive. It likes to win and break through barriers. It's very logical. Masculine energy uses words more than emotions and doesn't hold on to little things. They look at the big picture. Masculine people seek freedom and they crave importance and they want to be the heroes of the situation. Masculine energy is represented by our left brain. When masculine energy is appropriately used in leadership, it is powerful, it is creative, it is practical, it is visionary. But when masculine energy is misused, problems arise because it can end in ego, in anger, in resentment and have inner conflict. Feminine energy, on the other side, is creative and inspiring. It's the energy that creates life. It appreciates beauty, stimulates creativity, it's nurturing, it's supportive, like a loving mother. It desires love and craves to receive love to feel fulfilled. And masculine energy loves feminine energy because she is receptive of his love. The feminine energy is powerful because it is intuitive and empathic. Has it ever happened to you if you have um, a girlfriend with very strong female energy that you don't tell her things but she feels things she understands things and you haven't said anything but she's extremely intuitive she uses intuition as a way to understand you as a partner and bring harmony in the couple the feminine energy is fluid it is stormy it is emotional it is passionate and it flows from moment to moment, like the, the waters. Imagine the waters of a river. Feminine energy craves to be seen, admired and appreciated. And nothing lights up feminine energy more than to give her a compliment. Feminine energy is very loving and it contains compassion, emotion, empathy. This is why females usually make better empathetic leaders and compassionate leaders. When you're strong in your feminine, you have a strong connection to your body and intuition which is why women usually are great at yoga and meditation, because they have an ability to connect with their body and to have meaningful and deep conversations. While men are more men of action, they do things, they move it forward, they move things forward, right? 
Finally, feminine energy is all about making decisions from the heart and it is very receptive and represented by the right portion of the brain. What could be problematic in the female energy is uh, that if you're too much in your feminine, you can come across as weak and you lose your personal power. This is why many people say, tell women, but actually it should be tell people with feminine energy, make sure you have boundaries, because if you don't have boundaries, you, um, you will be disrespected. And it is indeed important to not come across as weak if you have a female energy. Now let's dive into some research. For years, it was believed that men and women's brains are wired differently. But now, a growing body of research shows that neurologically, okay, at the neurological level, we are all a mixture of both masculine and feminine traits. There's no difference between men and female, men and women. Professor Simon Baron Cohen, a psychologist at Cambridge University, believes that every human is on a spectrum, spectrum between systemizers and empathizers. And the love is the definition because I think it's, it's very simple and very powerful. Systemizers are people who enjoy breaking down and analyzing systems, focusing closely on one task. This could be described as very masculine energy. Empathizers, on the other hand, are great at empathizing with others and communicating well, which is in line with what we define as feminine energy. According to Baron Cohen's research, 44% of women have empathizing brains meaning um, feminine energy. 17% of women have systemizing brains and 35% of women have brains that are roughly balanced between the two poles. As far as men are concerned, Baron Cohen found that 53% of men have systemizing brains, meaning masculine energy, 17% have empathizing brains and 24% are roughly balanced. What is also interesting is that the remaining 6%, if you do the math, there is the remaining 6% of men who have an extremely masculine brain. Masculine at its finest, basically. Very, very dominant personalities. According to um, initial research, the differences were creating the womb. According to how much testosterone you're exposed to as a, as a fetus. So, Basically, lots of testosterone in your mother's womb causes your brain to develop a systemized approach to life. But less testosterone in the womb leads to an empathizing approach. But is this really true? Is it a matter of testosterone in, in your mother's womb? Well, actually, a new way of thinking, new research, this is the beauty of research, that proves wrong the, the previous research. A new way of thinking suggests that hormonal differences play a very small part in why we are the way we are. The latest research conducted by Daphna Joel, a professor of neuroscience at Tel Aviv University, has found that we are all a mosaic of masculine and feminine features. Joel analyzed the brain scans of more than 1400 men and women. And she was trying to prove a point that men's brain and women's brain are different. But she unfortunately failed to find consistent differences between the sexes. Instead, she found that we are all a unique mixture 
of male and female features. How beautiful is this? Is this? Her studies discovered that only between 0 and 8% of people had a very strong masculine brain or a very strong uh, feminine brain. The vast majority of people, 92% of people, are somewhere in the middle, showing that masculine and feminine isn't really binary, gender isn't really binary. We have male and female, men and women, but of course when you dive into energy, it opens up uh, a space, uh, an amazing, an amazing uh, research on the fact that men and women and all humans on earth are diverse and our diversity is beautiful, is what makes the world a better place and a way more interesting place. So guys, that's what I've got for today's episode. I hope you like this episode. Please share it with someone you know and love and could benefit from knowing more about masculine and feminine energies in leadership, but also in their love relationships. And uh, share it in your Instagram stories. If you if you like, tag me in Strategies. Uh, the only way we grow and impact more people is if you guys share it. So I greatly, greatly appreciate all of you who will do it. Thank you so much for your time. See you next week. I appreciate you and I hope you have an amazing week.